Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is Kyle Malden. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. Good to be back. Good holidays, but uh, always good to be back. Always good. Yeah, always good to love home. Um, but yeah, it's always good to be back in your own environment. Good to have your own space. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I was um, I was at the Purdue-Auburn bowl game today with my dad. How was that? Um, well, it was nice to be there with my dad and hang out, but the game itself was atrocious. Um, for those of you that might not know what uh, a bowl game is, um, Purdue University and Auburn University uh, football teams got matched up this year, and Auburn is part of the SEC, um, and they are known for their extremely good football teams, and this was evident today as Purdue lost 63-14. to so that's a. I if you're not familiar with American football either, that is a pretty bad. It's it's not good. That's not good. No. I think it's worth note that um, Auburn had 56 points at halftime. It is. It is worth <laughs> of note. Yes, they had and 28 the, points at the end of the first quarter. First and second, and then didn't even score in the fourth quarter. <sighs> yep. Yep. So. Uh, that was tough, but like Kyle mentioned, it was a beautiful day out. It was like 60. It was like 60, 61. Oh, it was unbelievable. And it's December 28th. It's December 28th, yeah. So pretty wild. Yeah, pretty wild there. Um, and yeah, had a good Christmas. I got um, the... What's your, what, was your, what was your most favorite thing that you gifted and your favorite thing that you received? I got my dad a, uh, he loves scotch, mm-hmm. so I got him a 15-year-old, sophisticated. very sophisticated, yes. I got him a 15-year-old uh, Dewar's, which is a pretty well-known scotch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 15 years old, um, aged 15 years. Um, so that was that was probably my, my favorite gift that I gave. Um, and then, although I did get my mom, we got my mom like an aromatherapy like kit. Oh. Dude, those are, the smells <laughs> in that thing are just astonishing. I don't know. I don't know how they obtain those, but that was that was also pretty cool. Um, and then I got the the Nat Geo uh, Gino two Yes, it's like twenty three and Me, but Nat Nat National Geographic's version. So super excited for those Fair results. Hat. Did you already do the? I already. It was a spit thing. Uh huh. kind of. It was kind of hard. It's kind of hard because I had to. Spit is a difficult. Yeah, this. this well, that's why they make it so difficult. Yeah, so, people. A lot of people. A lot don't of people. Have practice. Yeah, a lot of people quit. <laughs> um. But you had to like it was like a little uh, vial and you had to like spit in it, but the like, the opening was so tiny you almost had to like, like kiss it and like <laughs> spit down. It was kind of hard. <laughs> Um, but it, it was fine. I'm sure. I hope it. Hope it worked. You had to fill it to the line. I believe it's six weeks, eight weeks. Is it? Okay. Uh-huh. When yeah. you get your results, you had to register online, mm-hmm. and then it. I guess it tracks it. Um, but 
be uh be looking out for that yeah see where uh, i came from yeah yeah so um yeah that was definitely the best do you have any uh any any claims any thoughts any thoughts well definitely in northern europe Mm -hmm. um my mom's german descent and i might have some greek in me so i don't know how that works out but (laughs) scottish greek and german i know for sure Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's always i've seen other peoples and there's always like some small percentages of like African, oh, right. like point zero zero five, <laughs> some small small number or whatever. But yeah, we'll see. Look forward to it. Yeah, it should be should be good. What about you? Gifts. What's your favorite given? Um, my favorite gift given. Um, it was for my dad's birthday, but it was also kind of for Christmas. We're yeah. going to the Kentucky Derby. Oh, nice. So that is pretty exciting. Dude, that's awesome. Um, and then my the favorite gift I received, um, I got I got uh, two suits for Christmas. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a uh, suit guy. Suit guy. Looking good <laughs> in 2019. Nice. I was, pretty, um, I was pretty excited about that. Are they like regular shoe, suits, like slim fit or... Just, just kind of like regular, regular. yeah. Uh-huh. Ones, ones like a charcoal, ones a navy. Classic. So, all dude, charcoals. I'm looking safe. forward yeah. to uh, looking good. Feeling, looking forward, feeling good. Looking forward to looking good. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, nice, nice. Um, I, I just have a couple like small, little just things that happened to me over break. I was driving back and. I saw a dude was pulling a trailer with a uh, pickup truck. The trailer wheel just exploded in the middle of the in the middle of the interstate. He was in the middle lane and the thing just exploded. And how, he, how loud was it? I was like maybe it actually wasn't that loud. I was maybe like fifty or so feet behind him. Oh wow! Maybe a little more. It's just an, it's just a guess. Mm-hmm. And I, it was it was pretty faint, so it wasn't that loud. But I had my windows up and all that, so okay. and we were on the highway. So. But yeah, and dude just kept driving. I drove past him, and he was just like dragging his axle along the highway. <laughs> oh my! God. I was like, I looked over, and he just kept he was just kept driving. As I got past though, he he started pulling off uh-huh. to the right. I was gonna say, surely you, surely you feel that you know, yeah, that that's happening. Um. And yeah, he he pulled off, so I guess I guess he noticed. So hopefully, fix that. Um, but <laughs> hopefully, yeah. if not, I'm sure I'm sure yeah, he did I mean, just fine. I don't even know. I would hate to deal with that. Um, and then besides that, um, went to a little Christmas market oh, back. Yeah, Kerman. A little Kerman market back uh, back home was really fun. Um, Those are fun. Have you ever had like roasted nuts? Oh, oh my yeah. god! Oh, oh my yeah. god, dude! They, we had roasted pecans, and dude, I could eat in the whole bag. <laughs> they were insane. There was like cinnamon and some other spices. It was insane. My favorite is how those like smell more so than the, how they dude. taste. Yeah. So we walked the by the place. Like sugar is oh unbelievable. God. Oh my god! We walked past it, and I was like, <laughs> "What is that smell?" <laughs> And uh, we walked back around. It was just like a, it was like a big rectangle of shops and whatnot. I actually got a present for uh, Oliver and Kathy. Is that right? Yeah, it's a um, so it's a painted eggshell. Okay. From Austria. Oh wow! And it's got a little angel on it. Yeah. So I figured Kathy would like that. She. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, for sure. Um. And yeah, that's all I got. Did you get something to replace the uh, Swiss windows? <laughs> or Swiss, or Swiss <laughs> no, I did not. So for those of you that, well, I don't, I don't think anyone. No one knows. No, nobody, nobody. People knows. that even come over to our house don't even know. They don't even see it. In our bathroom downstairs on the main floor. The main floor bathroom that like literally everybody. Everybody. I mean, uses. it's the bathroom. You come over, use the bathroom. Yeah. This is the bathroom you're using for sure. Sitting behind the toilet is a is a, a set of photographs. From some random town in Switzerland, and it's just windows. 
It, it's, it's just windows. The, the, it's all these pictures of windows, and underneath it, it says Swiss windows in red letters. <laughs> That's it. And my my grandma got it for, I don't know, maybe like $2 at oh, yeah, like, yeah. you know, at like the 99 cent store or whatever, yeah. like the yeah. dollar store. And she's like, oh, I don't know. It looked plain. And she hung it up there, and it's been up there for almost I mean, two years. Yeah, I was going to say a couple years um, for sure. Super random. Super random. But it's kind of just like... It works. It's, it's just part yeah. of the house. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's just morphed into part of the house. <laughs> Swiss windows and Java... Oh, the, uh, the Java, Java pipeline. Java Joe. Joe. I was going to say Java Joe, but that didn't work. It kind of works, though. Java Joe. No. Anyway... Um, <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, so Kyle, you ran, you sat next to a woman on your flight. I did. So usually when I fly, <coughs> I don't like talking to anyone. Yeah, I like I just either. like sitting by myself and like listening to music. Yeah. Podcast, reading, whatever. I sit down and this woman has a service animal. It's a service oh, dog. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, all right, like, this won't be too bad. Like, service dog will take the middle seat. I will <laughs> take the aisle seat. Like, this is going to be great. I immediately sit, sit down, boom, starts, like, chatting. Yeah. I hear all about this woman's life, why she has a service animal, like, her time in Africa, what she does here in Nashville, like, where she grew up. And I was just like, this is way too much. But I did, I did get some stuff. I did get some stuff out of it. So she... Mm-hmm told me these stories about she got her PhD or not PhD excuse me her master's at Vanderbilt okay and I didn't ask but part of her master's they had to do research on the history of Nashville and she told me two pretty uh pretty good stories um one story was about the Tennessee State Prison okay and the other story is about the biggest train accident in United States history that's yeah yeah that when you were telling me this i was pretty astonished so to to start with the the tennessee state prison um was so both are here actually in nashville Mm -hmm. um tennessee state prison was opened first of all (laughs) they built it it took 12.3 million dollars to build and that didn't include include purchasing the land holy that was cow. just straight on the building holy cow um its first day open was february 1898 okay it had 800 cells but the first day it was open it admitted 1403 prisoners oh my lord so basically immediate overcrowding oh my gosh um it was reported that some of the cells were only a, uh, dude, like a, like a 12 by 12 square and had two people in it. So this, um, state prison became famous because it was shut down in 1992, but it was shut down because the prisoners wrote letters to the governor explaining their living conditions and they ended up suing the state of Tennessee or suing like the warden because of how badly they were treated because of how bad uh, they sued on violence um, including rape robbery stabbings inmate versus guard violence uh, and murder jeez oh, um, they were worked for 16 hours a day to be given food there were no um, vents in the prison cells. And as people know, in the summer of Nashville, it gets up to over 100 degrees. I mean, dude, August is like horrendous. Um, and uh, obviously people in these living conditions were getting sick and no one was receiving medical treatment. So people had, dude, like funguses, like oh, inf- infection, God. disease, like rampant fevers um so these inmates uh grubs was the one that is is the most famous one um ended up suing the state for these living conditions um and the prisoners won 
And so in 1992, the state, the Tennessee state prison was shut down uh, and it, on the grounds that it will never be open again. So they, this class action lawsuit was, came about in 1983 and it shut down in 1992. Wow. It was home to Tennessee's electric chair. Okay. And rumor, rumor has it that they were experimenting with other forms of <clears throat> like lethal injection. They're just like lethal injection, around. like firing squad. Yeah. Dude, basically. Um, of course it is reported that the state tennis, Tennessee state prison is haunted. Of course. Of course. Not much bad energy. I I couldn't imagine. I know I can't um, either. So there were there were two famous escapes, ah. uh, um, from the Tennessee State Prison. Uh, one included seventeen prisoners somehow blew out one wing <laughs> of the of the prison, and then it's probably just the Kool Aid Man that just ran through. The just wall. ran through. Yeah. Well, again, I don't know how you blow out a side of a prison. Yeah, I mean they must have stolen like dynamite or something. Um, yeah, and did. then again in 1938, there was another uh, mass escape that mm-hmm. included a, a a bomb that was so big that it destroyed the dining hall. <laughs> wow! In the prison. Wow. Okay. So it is not that far from here. Um, let me see if I can map it real quick uh this was a high security prison um i was super interested in it because i'd never heard of a inmates uh winning that no that's pretty wild i wonder how that worked i mean dude i i cannot imagine the horrific things that went on in there with the with the overcrowding and disease and do working 16 hours a day Oh, dude, I don't even want to think about that. It's it's 13 miles from, from where we are. Okay. So it's over... Uh, it's close to the Cumberland River, but it is not very far at all. Well, I don't plan on making a visit. You, you, wouldn't, go, <laughs> you wouldn't go visit? <laughs> no, fuck no. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't mess with... Uh, I don't mess with that. Um, let's see here. What is it close to? It's over. It's over by the like the private airport. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over that way. Gotcha. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. No, that's really interesting. So the the other story that this this woman told me was so I I did know this because in Nashville we have like historical like plaques and you drive by and this it's is like so and so lived yeah. here. This was where the Battle of Nashville took place. And um, in Nashville, there is a place that says this is the site of the largest train wreck um, mm. in U.S. history. So she, this woman talks about it that I sit next to, and I did some of my own research. So this is referred to as the Great Train Wreck of 1918. It included um, the death toll is officially transcribed at 101 passengers but the majority of passengers were african-american and so it is believed that the death toll was actually significantly higher than 100 people okay so what what ended up happening is that these two trains were on the same rail and just hit each other head-on yeah um so over 100 people died um, a reason it was so bad is that there were there was so much of, I guess like body parts laying around that people there were so many bodies and like body parts and injured people that no one really knew like what was going on and who to tend to and uh-huh. like what body parts belonged to who. And there was a call over the radio that said, hey, there's, you know, obviously a, a really big train accident. Like, please help. So people from the town came over to the location of the train accident and didn't allow emergency vehicles 
to get through because the crowd was so large standing around you know oh this gosh. this accident yeah um so wow. kind of going back to what i was saying and investigators didn't handle the the bodies properly at all in one instance there is a death certificate for five people because oh there were gosh. so many injured dead burned it was just uh they were a lot of people apparently were put in an unmarked I mean, Great. yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking like, I'm sure first responders got there and were just like, again, it's, it's 1918. Yeah. It's 1918. And there I mean, are apparently lambs, body parts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so this, this leads us to something else. So apparently these bodies were transported, um, to the, Union Station Hotel, the remaining of them. Um, the Union Station Hotel is in downtown Nashville. Yep. It is, as what we know it today, as one of the nicest hotels in in Nashville. Yeah, it's been renovated and all that. It's been renovated. Um, it was renovated. Oh, right here. Award number one, downtown Nashville hotels. According to... TripAdvisor. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did, like Eric said, it did go under renovation. Uh, I believe it said $17 million. $15 million to what we know it as today to transform it from. So it was used during World War II to bring in materials like in and out um, And then after the war, it was abandoned. Mm. Um Sage Hospitality currently operates the hotel, and it was renovated for $15.5 million. However, um, in room 711, there was a patron by the name of Abigail, who she was staying there awaiting her boyfriend's return from the Second World War. Upon the news of her boyfriend dying in the war she jumped out of a balcony and jumped in front of a train ultimately killing herself mm. there apparently the room is haunted okay and they have left room 711 in 1940s ah how it was in 19 vintage style um chosen especially for abigail Okay. So I don't know if it costs extra to be in that room or if they just letting her hang out. It is reserved or if they don't let anyone <laughs> use it, but it does make note that the the room is left in in nineteen forty style. Okay. Um fun fact, the clock tower in uh -huh. Union Station was the first digital clock in the United States. Really? That's what it says. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. A lot of fun facts. So a lot of, lot of, yeah. lot of fun facts. Um, obviously it's 2018. Um, so they just, I don't know if you, I guess commemorate would be a word. Yeah. The, the, oh, the tragedy, hundred year. year anniversary of the, yeah. of the great train wreck. Actually, that's a good point. I just pulled it out. I just typed in the great train wreck of 1918 <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, there's a couple articles from like the Tennessean mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense. As far as the the haunting goes, Abigail, it says, um, although hotel executives insist the tales are simply a marketing ploy for ghost companies, <laughs> many guests and staff members have um, commented on strange noises and sights in the hotel, particularly related to room Seven Eleven. Yep. Uh, I mean, I guess I have to take people's word for it. Because yeah. Lord knows I'm not going to go there. You wouldn't, I wonder if it's booked. I, I don't know. I, feel, uh, I guess it's possible. Maybe we can just go there and try to book the room and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's probably pretty expensive. I'd like to. It's a good hotel. They're good hotels. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it's very nice. 
Um, yeah. So those are my uh, those are the stories that I was looped into on my on your flight. She stretched them out. Those yeah. took two hours for her to tell. <sighs> my. Um, Should have brought her on. <laughs> um, it's always interesting to me when people just like start telling you about their about their Un- life unprovoked. The last just thing unprovoked. about the hotel is yeah. that it had a two. They had a pond on the first floor okay. that was home to two alligators. Oh, when it was running. So it it uh the station officially opened on October 9th uh. Nineteen. Or yeah, nineteen hundred. Okay. So, October nineteen. Okay. Back in the day. Yeah. Home to home to two alligators. <laughs> I wonder how you transported an alligator back in nineteen hundred. A big cage. Also, what do you think they fed those things? Just like raw meat. meat. Just straight up meat. Like cattle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you had to. Otherwise, they'd probably dude, tell you. Yeah, probably horses. I mean, dude, yeah, whatever. I doubt uh, I doubt alligators discriminate much uh, on what much they eat. Much on food. Yeah, I don't think they really really care that much. Wow. Yeah, good good stories. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I would say good work on tracking down the stories, <laughs> but they pretty much came to you. <laughs> they fell into my lap. <laughs> hey. Whatever works, right? Whatever. Hey, that's that's what we're here. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Um. Solid. I have a bit of a different story. Um. So we're switching switching topics here. Um. I came across this article about CRISPR, the gene editing tech. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is an article from Vox. Um. Which. Even though I think they're like more of a, um, I guess the only way to say it is more of like a liberal uh, news. I've come across a lot of Vox articles um, that are very, very informative. Oh, so, Vox. And I'm not saying, I feel like people misunderstood me on that. I'm not saying that all liberal publications <laughs> are not informative informative or not good i'm just saying like even even um even right-wing publications are very political these days everybody seems to be political but this vox article is very informative i think vox is known for being one that is i don't want to say like over the top but very do you know what i mean are you talking about like in political wise? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like they're they're known for having like very liberal. Yes. Content. They are. Cons- they are. Consistently. Yes. Liberal. Well, the I don't read all their articles, obviously, but the ones I see pop up usually have liberal leaning headlines. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I said that. But I'm complimenting Vox. <laughs> In the end, I'm complimenting. It was a compliment. Trust it me. It was a compliment. Trust me. But anyway, we'll get on with it. Um, so the article itself um, is titled "A Simple Guide to CRISPR: One of the Biggest Science Stories of the Decade." Um, so it goes into a lot of um, the science behind CRISPR, um, and I will put this on. I will link to the uh, article. Um, I didn't want to get into all of the science stuff just mm-hmm. because, um, to me, it gets a little convoluted, and um, I just would rather, if you're interested in that, read it for yourself. You, you can go and do some more. Yes, research. but what I wanted to get into is sort of the um, possibilities of what CRISPR could help us, and mm. the controversy surrounding some of those topics. So, the first one that Vox points out is edit crops to become more nutritious. It says... Dramatic pause. Excuse me. What my, does it say? my mouth is getting dry. Um, it says, crop scientists are already looking to use CRISPR to edit genes of various crops to make them tastier and more nutritious or better survivors of heat and stress. That could be... 
It's better the be- tasting. <laughs> you, you piqued my interest. Yeah, <laughs> broccoli could be better tasting. Um, it says they could potentially use CRISPR to snip out the allergens in peanuts. Korean researchers are looking to see if CRISPR could help bananas survive fungal disease. Um, some scientists have shown that CRISPR can create um, <laughs> hornless dairy cows. Apparently a huge. What is, the, what is the benefit of that? Not sure. It just says we could do it. Let's let's run with why it. Not? If we we can do it, why not? <laughs> it says a huge advance for animal welfare. So I don't I don't I really don't know anything farther than that. Maybe it's maybe it's better for the animals. It's possible. Maybe people don't get poked with horns. I don't know. Um, Monsanto and Dupont have began using CRISPR technology hoping to develop valuable new varieties of crops um, yeah it says it's a versatile tool that can help identify genes associated with crop traits um, and yeah it seems like now I know there's all this stuff about genetically modified foods and if that's bad for like us um which I think, to a certain extent, it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're talking about like crops surviving, like being able to survive droughts, yeah, I mean, there's I f- there's always both sides to everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the they just there's a, a researcher from University of California, Davis, just stresses how um, without gene editing. Um, they couldn't. They just couldn't do some of the stuff they've been doing, and so it's just it's created a whole new avenue of possibilities. The second possibility of using CRISPR: new tools to stop genetic diseases. There we so go. this, I think, this is a natural topic that ends up coming up when we talk about CRISPR. Um, scientists are now using CRISPR to edit the human genome and try to knock out genetic diseases. Um, they're also looking at using it on mutations that cause such diseases as Huntington's and cystic fibrosis and, um, talking about trying to remove mutations linked to breast and ovarian cancers. Positive. So yeah, definitely. Um, apparently scientists have even shown that CRISPR can, um, help, uh, HIV infections. Okay. To a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel like, again, this is a natural thing that comes up, just the ability for, um, he, the humans to like, get rid of certain diseases that mm-hmm. are deadly, are deadly, um, and that cause people lots of pain. It sounds like also in the future, possibly preventable. Yes, yes, definitely. Number three, um, powerful new antibiotics and antivirals. So it says one of the most frightening public health facts around is that we are running low on effective antibiotics as bacteria evolve resistance to them. Currently, it says it's difficult and costly to develop fresh antibiotics for deadly infections, but CRISPR could in theory be developed to eradicate certain bacteria more precisely than ever. Um, they say that the only challenge is figuring out delivery mechanisms. So I guess just figuring out the... I was going to say, what does that mean? The details on how to right, actually to the... work CRISPR with the bacteria and how to... Sp- spread that out right. into the public I guess um, that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it says other researchers are working on CRISPR systems that target viruses such as HIV and herpes um, classic classic STDs hey it, it, been it, around forever I was gonna say <laughs> been around forever um, this is a new term that came up in this article I've never heard it before so this is number four, um, and it's a thing called a gene drive. So that is that is a new term. New term, right? 
It says gene drives that could alter entire species. So they use the example of a fruit fly. Um, well, first let me give a little, just like a little description of what gene drive is. It says, um, scientists have demonstrated that CRISPR could be used in theory to modify not just a single organism, but an entire species. Mm -hmm. It says, um, whenever an organism like a fruit fly mates, there's a 50-50 chance it will pass on any given gene to its offspring. Right. Using CRISPR, however, scientists say that they can um, alter these odds so that there's nearly a 100% chance that a particular gene gets passed on. And they say using this gene drive, scientists could ensure that um, the altered gene propagates throughout an entire species right. instead of just the chance. Mm -hmm. So it's it's it's... You're controlling what goes instead of just rolling and, and the you're, dice. You're eliminating, <laughs> essentially, you're eliminating mutations. Exactly, exactly. Um. So I mean, they use <laughs> yeah. Let's let's dwell on this for a second. They use the example of fruit flies, but but we all know where this is at. <laughs> we all know we where. Know better. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um. So I don't know from. My understanding of CRISPR is not very extensive, but from what I understand where it is right now, hmm. um, I don't think it's getting that complex very soon. But, you know, the rate keeps increasing as technology advances. So how do you how do you feel about because I think I think we both know where this is headed. You know, it starts with the fruit fly and HIV and and getting rid of ovarian cancer and breast cancer, which it, I am all, all for that. For sure. When do you think it is like, I want my kid to be 6'4"? Great transition. <laughs> Number five, <laughs> creating designer babies. There we go. And as the article states, and as Kyle just mentioned, this is the one that gets the most attention. And rightly so. The article continues, It's not entirely far-fetched to think we might one day be confident enough in CRISPR to use it to edit the human genome or eliminate disease or to select for athleticism or superior intelligence. Um, so, it, yeah, this is this is super is super interesting. So in my mind, this I feel like is super sci-fi. In the fact that um, it will be very expensive to do this, and that only the wealthy and the elite will be oh, able to do so. hundred uh, percent. And so they will just be more wealthy and more elite. In some science, in some near future sci-fi world, they will be able to create elite babies that are just more, more intelligent and more athletic. And the poorer populations around the world will just continue to suffer like they always have. And the gap between the wealthy, super intelligent. And the poor and marginalized will continue to grow. But that's the a, negative. A separation. A separation. A, separa exactly. a, a, a greater separation. Yes. Yes. Um, but like I said, from what I can tell, that seems sort of far off. Although I did just hear about... Um, I heard... I think it was in China... There was a scientist who altered the embryo of a, the genetic, like, mm -hmm. embryo of a baby in China. To do what? I'm or not just, sure. Just alter it. Yeah, uh -huh. I, just, I just heard about this the other day, actually, on Mysterious Universe, and, uh, yeah, I think that was, like, the first case of that happening. Hmm. Like, on a human baby. Right, right. Not, right. like, a sheep I know or whatever. That, I know that, is it sheep that we've... Uh, clo I believe we've cloned a sheep. I was going to say, I think it's a sheep. Pretty sure we've cloned a sheep. Yeah. I'm right. almost 100% sure we've cloned a sheep. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
It says in February 2017, a report from the National Academy of Sciences said that clinical trials could be greenlit in the future for serious conditions under stringent oversight. But it also made clear that genome editing for enhanced, sorry, for enhancement should not be allowed at this time. Society still needs to grapple with all the ethical considerations to play here. For example, if we edited a germline, future generations, I'm not sure what a germline is. I think, I think it's the genes you pass on. Oh, really? It says future generations wouldn't be able to opt out. So uh-huh. I guess that would make sense. So, right, what you were saying about the fruit fly, like if, it, if you have two fruit flies, or let's say two people, and mm-hmm. you give them 100% brown eyes, and they both have 100% brown eyes, and then their kids have 100% brown eyes, that blue eye mutation is gone will eventually right work itself out because it won't be a part of okay that, i think i think that, yeah does that I mean, sound, it makes sense that's <laughs> it says genetic changes might be difficult to undo uh-huh so there you go um even this stance has worried some researchers like francis collins of national institutes of health who has said the u.s government will not fund any genomic editing of human embryos i find that hard to Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Huge rumor. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> researchers in the U.S. who can drum up their own funding along with others in U.K., Sweden, and China are moving forward with their own experiments. So it's going private. I Just think... like uh, space. I think it's interesting how we are, we're in, an, we're in an age where we are living our future. I mean, dude, we're on the cusp of like... We have self-driving cars. crazy shit. We have privatized space travel. Like, we, we're at the very cusp of the yeah. future. It's like if 2001 A Space Odyssey were to just like go back a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We really are, because like yeah, are. in the next like fifty, hundred years, we're gonna have probably all this stuff. I'm not saying it's gonna be popular, but we're. I feel like but we're gonna be, be able to to do it, and we're gonna have it. I mean, a hundred years, like judging that we don't like destroy ourselves with climate change or whatever. It's fair. There's always that, um, but in a hundred years, like privatized space travel will will be a thing. Like, people will be going into space. It might cost tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but there will always be people who... Have the money. Have the money to do so. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What, uh, when do you think people start living forever? Hmm. Um, are you talking, like, with a body? Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you have a, gen, you know... A, gem- a genetic mutation yeah. to get rid of if you eradicate disease yeah what's stopping your heart from because you can get a heart transplant no yeah totally what if, you know what I mean like what's stopping you from basically being the thing have you seen the movie The Island with Ewan McGregor no he plays a clone of a very wealthy guy uh-huh. who well, the idea is there's this island it's really just a clone facility where the rich pay to get cloned and they have these clones living in this area um, and then when if these rich people like need a transplant or they get something uh-huh. they just kill the clone take the body part and then put it in these rich people so that I guess that's a possibility, mm-hmm. um, or just growing artificial organs is definitely a thing that is also uh, on the cusp, if you will. I don't think we ever live forever, though. I think there's a natural balance to things, like disintegration, that will always be with us because we're material. <laughs> First of all. No, who the who the hell wants to live forever? 
You know some what I mean? People, some people do. You're right. You're some right. People some people just want, do. Just want the power. They just want to keep it going, which I guess if I'm healthy and I can do shit and move around mm-hmm. and like piss and do all like the human things just normally. Yeah. I guess I'd be okay, but I still wouldn't want to live forever. Mm-hmm. Just get like old. Plus, if all the bullshit continues, who the, f- <laughs> who the hell wants to deal with all that? <laughs> uh, but anyway, would you like? Would you want to like live for live forever? No, no. Yeah, I don't think most people do. I could live a long time, like what Kenny Chesney does when he's not touring. Just like gets a couple boats with his friends and goes Just to like in. Mexico. Yeah, and they like island hop. Yeah. I could do that for a long time. I could do that for a while. Probably yeah. couldn't do it forever. No, no. But he looks like he has a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> he does, he does. He does look like he has a ton of fun. Um, well, also the other thing is, like, if you are living past all of your friends, eventually it would, it would get, like, old, right? Get lonely. Yeah, like if and, and, like if and you, you and Elliot, forever, though, you just like make more friends. Yeah, well, I guess technically, yeah, just make friends with other people who are living forever, which I guess would possibly be a a thing. But yeah, I mean, right now, like if people die at ninety and like you live on to like a hundred, you're just like. Sweet. I do. I, I feel bad for the people that you know their spouse dies at like 70, 80 and then they live to a hundred. Like they had to spend twenty years without. I know. Like, mm. you know, like brother, sister, like husband, wife, like man. That is super tough. It is. Doesn't sound fun. You do. I. I. If you, the older people that I've talked to that have deceased spouses they're like i'm ready yeah like i'm ready ready to go yeah like i said i i i truly believe there's like a natural Mm -hmm. order to things and maybe there's a point to where it's just you can't go any longer it's just like you get a transplant but it doesn't work and you just shut you just shut down your body's just like thanks for playing i've done (laughs) i've done my job keep going um, I think we should mention one more thing about Christmas. I don't know if anyone caught this, but um, <laughs> Donald Trump. So apparent. So you know, you know NORAD. Have you heard of NORAD? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the acronym, but they. Uh, it's some sort of like track. It's it has to do with like. I think like Air Force. But they they track Santa. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Okay. Gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So they've been tracking Santa for, I mean, years. Um, North American Aerospace Defense Command. So there you go. Um, so they track Santa. And sometimes, I guess, they... Um, they. Does that keep them busy year-round? Apparently, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you know they have a special designated unit for tracking Santa. Perfect. And this one, this one girl, I guess, called into NORAD, and they ended up paging her into Donald Trump. Wow, dude. Sorry about that. Popular. Popular. Um, they ended up paging her into Donald Trump, and President Trump asked her if she still believed in Santa. She said, "Yes, I do." And Trump's response was, um, well, so the girl's seven. So Trump's response was, um, that's marginal at seven. So (laughs) basically he was saying that it is marginal that a seven-year-old still believes in Santa Claus, but clearly a seven-year-old is not going to know what the word marginal means. Um... But I think this is just indicative of good old Donald. I, I think I, I feel this way about a lot of powerful older people uh-huh. that they, their lives are so based around stress and yeah. like complexity that they just get so out of touch with 
like I don't want to say humanity, but like <laughs> how a seven year old. Oh, oh, thinks. Right, oh right, like he. I mean, what you think about him, like personally, like it it is a stressful job, and it's no secret that that Donald Trump is stressed out. Stressed out. I, I mean, yeah. Well, you you look at pictures of like Bush. <laughs> Even Obama. Oh, even the right. Any any president, any president. Eight years and their hair is gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's something that other presidents would have dealt with better, but his life. Right, like I, I think those people just become out of touch with, mm-hmm. uh, how the rest of us operate. I agree. Um, now to be to be fair, um, to the Donald. I don't think he um, interacts with many seven-year-olds. Again, exactly. Which is why was basically what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, understandable. But I just thought I just thought that was hilarious. It's marginal at seven. Oh man, that's 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 just got to be like one of the most classic lines. It has to go <laughs> down as like one of the best. <laughs> The sad thing is, is he says so much and talks so much that is like public that I, it might be forgotten. And I I mean, in five years, I don't think anyone's going to remember that. I hope so. Probably not. They will if they listen to the podcast. Here we are cementing it in history. Cementing it in history. Making our mark. Making our mark. Also, talk about making our mark. There have been several things that Eric and I have talked about, brought up, mentioned, done episodes on that have been, um... I don't want to say stolen. I don't want to say plagiarized. <laughs> no, they've not. Borrowed. <laughs> and, um, uh, and other podcasts. They have. They have. We can't prove that they stole it from us or that they listened to us or that there was some <laughs> intellectual property stolen. <laughs> but let's say Eric and I put out a podcast about X and then you know a few weeks later other podcasts have similar material. This is true. Huh. Um, the huh. only problem was that material that we used <laughs> was originally an article written by said podcast. That was that was once. Yeah. That was just the mysterious that, universe. Yeah, that was mysterious universe. Which I mean, we've done a lot of those. Yeah. Right. If you haven't listened to those guys, brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant, and they write the articles they have on on their website are top notch. We get a lot of enjoyment out of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we, did the, we did the cigar, the UFO episode. Yes, yeah. and the the asteroids. The, yes, the a couple robot episodes. Definitely, I'm just saying. Yeah, breaking news. We have that. Uh, I was telling my parents about that Russian robot from last episode, and mm-hmm. they're cracking up. It's it's hard to believe. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Um. Did I mention that the that Vladimir Putin has a um, has hit me. he has a uh, a calendar he like a you know like a uh, swimsuit calendar oh, hit but me. it's all of Vladimir Putin just like shirtless is this available on Amazon or it, it, I bet it is <laughs> dude I knowing Amazon I bet it is. Did is this? Did he make it or just like an admirer? No, or? I like this is like put out by him and Hell yeah. I guess the government. But guess what country is the is, uh, United States? No, guess what country? Yeah, it's a, guess what country the most popular. Uh, it's the most popular in. It's an Asian country. Is it China? It's not China. It's Japan. It's Japan. It's Japan. Why is Japan so weird? Japan is very weird. I, and I guess it's the like uber masculinity of of Vladimir Putin oh, just God. like catches the Japanese, the Japanese female eye. population. Yeah. Or, 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 I don't know. It's possible. So. Wow. Yeah. Putin wins 2018. Putin wins. Yeah. I want the Donald to put out a put out a calendar. I don't know if I'd want him to put out a shirtless calendar. <laughs> Not a shirtless calendar. No. No. Just a calendar. <laughs> Maybe like a meme calendar or like a quote calendar of just like his best quotes. I wonder what he would think his best quotes are. Because those are not the same quotes that I think other people would think his best <laughs> no, quotes are. No, you're right. Are. No, you're right. The problem is there's just so much material. Some would say too much. I, 
yes, somewhat. How do you? How, I don't even know how you begin to narrow that down. As we've talked about, being on top of the news and fully mm-hmm. informed is literally a full time job. I would argue it's an impossible job. You're probably right. Yeah. But it, I mean, you can. You would have to have an agenda. You know what I mean? Because you can't... You couldn't sift through all of it. You couldn't sift through all of it. You'd have to narrow it down to what you find interesting and enjoy enjoy reading. So, I mean, yeah. That's pretty much what the, what the big guys do. The entertainment news. <laughs> um, that's all I got. Got anything? Any parting words? Happy New Year's. If you're listening to this, yeah. happy, happy new year. There you go. Thanks. Right. <laughs> I stole it from you. Sadly. That's it. Sweet. I think we had a good year. We did have a good year. Good 2018. Um, I really can't believe it's over. Me neither. This, me neither. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sound cliche, but like, I feel like every year just keeps getting faster and faster. I didn't believe my parents when they say, like, time goes by really fast. I think until, like, senior year of college. Mm-hmm. When I, like, looked back and was like, oh, wow. 2013 was <laughs> five years ago. Yeah. Was it the, uh, the years? The days. Days go by slow. Days go by slow. Yeah. The days do go by slow. <laughs> they really do, man. Some days just creep by, but then you look up and it's December thirty first. Dude, for real. And it's 60, I, 60 degrees out. I can't. I can't believe that. I can't believe. I really can't. Like looking, looking back at like my year, like on my phone, like at the pictures and stuff. It was like, holy cow! Like I felt like I was doing that. I felt like it was summer. You know, like yeah, yeah. two months ago, and yeah. then I was like. Felt like January was two months ago when I was in Portland and hanging out. Just chilling. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, happy New Year's from the world we live in. Um, thank you guys for listening. You can. Thank you, little John. Yes. Thank No, thank you, Kyle, for reminding <laughs> me of that. I, uh, I tweeted la- right before Christmas. Little John did a uh, Christmas music video song with the the Kool-Aid man and uh, <laughs> and uh, I just said nothing like a little John Christmas I quote tweeted and uh, sure enough little John retweeted me I think it's the most popular tweet that we have had. yes it was like 11 retweets and 27 likes yeah. pretty good on the up and up on the up and up I might have been trending <laughs> I doubt it I doubt it but yeah shout out to little John uh, for retweeting Appreciate it, bro. Um, but that's all we got. That's all we got. Find us on Twitter at World We Live Pod. Um, catch us on Podbean. Um, Did you really not stay in a haunted hotel room? So I looked at. I looked up specifically what it said. Apparently, the phone in the room rings, and they no one like no one's calling the phone. Um, the lights flicker on and off. So it's on. It's also on the top floor, and they said it. One of the people that stayed in there. Said it sounds like heavy furniture is moving on, like on the in the room above them, but it's the top floor. Uh, so it's not it's not malicious. No, it's not, and it probably isn't. It's it's probably just like. Uh, I mean, you said she committed suicide, so there's clearly probably some negative energy. Some some negative energy. It's probably all it is. Would you really? Would you stay in the room? Dude, I get freaked out really easily. <laughs> like, really easily, man. Like, I talk about, like, crazy... Like, we talk about we crazy know, weird stuff. A lot of stuff. But I get freaked out pretty easily. Okay. Yeah. I would do, like, a ghost tour, like, walking around. I wouldn't stay anywhere, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. I'm not trying to have a one-night stand with a ghost. Let's put it that way. Maybe. Each their own. <laughs> eh, maybe we'll see. <laughs> um, you know, 
I'll try anything once. <laughs> we'll end on that though. Um, find us on iTunes at uh, World We Live In Podcast and um, tweet at us. Tweet at us. us. Like us. Um, I will be starting uh, co-hosting a uh, yeah. just in case uh, you didn't hear it before. Um, I will be co-hosting a podcast um, called uh, Parareality, Parareality Radio, um, starting in. Um, probably like a week or so a couple weeks we're gonna release an episode beginning of january so check that out um check that out on twitter um and yeah that's all i got here we go kyle thanks uh thanks for being here it's good to talk to you thanks for stopping in thanks for stopping in uh we will catch you next time and happy new year